0: You're listening to the Word Slinger Podcast Episode 124, 5-Star Thrillers with Phil Williams. This episode of the Word Slinger Podcast is brought to you by Draft to Digital. Convert your manuscript, distribute it online, and get support the whole way at drafttodigital.com. It's the Word Slinger Podcast where story matters. Build your brand, write your book, redefine who you are. It's all about this story here. What's yours? Now, here's the guy who invented pants optional, Kevin Tomlinson, the word slinger. Word slinger. Hey everybody, this is Kevin Tumlinson, the word slinger. Thanks for tuning in again. I hope, uh, I, you know, we're going to start off by saying I hope you get something really good. Out of this episode um, I'm actually really excited about this one I am in a, uh, a promotion with. Uh, I've done this one before um, uh, Phil Williams, our guest today Reached out to me uh, several months ago uh, Having combed through every author In the InstaFreebie catalog uh, Who wrote in his genre uh, thriller okay uh, just to set that up and uh, he uh, he went and correlated that with the folks who are uh, hitting a five, average of five star reviews with a, a certain number of re- reviews uh, per book and um, he decided you know this would be a good way to vet a group of authors for a promotion. So rather than the typical sort of "Hey, everybody, let's all send each other, uh, you know, send each, each of our lists a bunch of uh, books we haven't read, <laughs> with no idea of whether or not they're going to be any good," um, here's a way to at least make sure there's some quality uh, to the books. So I thought that was brilliant, and I did it. I got uh, I got about twelve hundred registrations off of that one free promotion. Um, and then Phil came back and, uh, he's doing it again. So that's what we're working on this, this, uh, right now. It launched, uh, the promotion started on 8-5, uh, August 5th of 2017. If you, <laughs> depending on when you're listening, um, and it's running through August 26th. So I wanted to pop in here and get this, uh, get this interview going. So we're going to talk to Phil about that in a minute. Um, in the meantime, I wanted to talk about something real quick. Right at the head of the show, uh, so yesterday I started a conversation on Facebook. I know, I know, anytime you start a conversation that begins with the words, I started a conversation on Facebook, uh, it's probably going to be good. Uh, so, And this is no different. Um, I posted something that was in in essence related to my proclamation of faith okay uh, those who listen to the show know that I'm a Christian I'm very open about it uh, I love uh, you know talking about it if you ever wanna reach out to me I'm cool with that uh, but here's the deal I I kinda is what I posted was a little bit on the snarky side because uh, someone had posted something on Twitter I had replied um, saying that you know I don't wanna get into I don't wanna get into the weeds on this I don't wanna go into too much detail about what it's about because th- the problem with the post was it it quickly devolved <laughs> into something that uh, I referred to as uh, going septic it was uh, it became uh, it was getting toxic in other words and um, so the reason I'm bringing this up um, I deleted the post even though there was some there was some great debate going on I mean there was some legitimate you know solid very logical, you know, no like over the top passion, uh, but there was some frustration. There were some things being said that were it was getting out of hand. Um, and I am not one to censor anybody for any reason. Uh, if you've if you've hung around me at any length of time, uh, for any length of time, you know that I'm not into censorship. <laughs> I'm into say what you believe and stand by it. Um, but this the reason I deleted it was because um, I could see. That it was going nowhere good, fast. It was not, um, it did not adhere to my, uh, we'll say my philosophy and beliefs. Like it didn't, it, it became a stumbling block to other folks. It became something that that was making um, my stance look uh, pretty, pretty terrible, you know? Maybe not. Maybe it wasn't making my stance look terrible. It was more that... Um, it was it was antagonizing in a way, and even though I wa- that was never the intention, I was really just kind of making a joke and you know bringing my faith into things and you know sort of uh, basically just talking about my my belief in in God and why I believe that. Bas- basically, I look at the complexity of the universe and the human brain, and you know uh, I look at these things and I feel that there's a creator involved. Um, this devolved into a sort of discussion of You know science and evidence versus um belief and faith and you know (laughs) things (laughs) things went sideways so the 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 point really was um once i deleted it so here's the deal i was feeling awful while the whole conversation was going on every time i'd reply i felt like i was being you know even though i was very i was trying to be polite and i didn't uh you know start name calling or cursing or anything you know ridiculous like that uh, I could tell that when I was writing replies, I was writing them out of a sense of, uh, huh, you know, chump. I'm gonna show you up with my word magic, and uh, and it felt like that. Okay, it felt like ego, and uh, I was getting this this sensation uh, and a little voice, you know, telling me, you know, you're not doing this for the right reasons. <laughs> you're not doing. You're not actually spreading a message of uh, hope and love here. You're you're just Contributing to tearing other people down. That's the way it started to feel to me. Um, and I was being antagonistic, I felt. So I deleted it, uh, not necessarily because of anything everyone else, anyone else on the thread was saying, but more because of the way I felt when I was responding. And uh, the lesson I, I would hope people... Take from a story like this, the one i'm going to take from this is that uh, there is that little voice now i i'm gonna i'm sorry if you don't believe I understand uh but I think of this voice as being the uh the sort of subtle and gentle voice of the Holy Spirit uh guiding me telling me what uh you know what i should and should not do <laughs> it's, uh, but you can think of it as your conscience you can think of it as uh you know, just your sense of right and wrong, uh, whatever, however you want to refer to it. I'm I'm okay with that. Um, as someone pointed out on, on a subsequent thread, in which I was saying why I deleted the post. You know, it, it really, in a lot of ways, doesn't matter how we get to this place. We just should all aim for being good people, being uh, loving people, having virtue, having honor, having you know a sense of morals and ethics, and uh, how we all get here isn't as important as getting here. So it was actually much more eloquently put (laughs) on the uh, thread. So I apologize for potentially butchering that. Um, But uh, I I, I do want to say that what I hope I take from this, what I plan to take from this, and, and you're welcome to take it as well, but listening to how you're feeling when you're actually having one of these discussions, if you're feeling all tight and ragey or... You're feeling all smug. Uh, if you're just not feeling good, that's probably a clear sign that you should uh, change your approach. <laughs> whatever it is you're debating, whatever you believe, even if you are fully in the right, and I believe I was, I believe that my position was right. That doesn't mean that I was right. So, anyway. We're nearly, uh, we're at eight minutes in. I don't want to drag that on too much. I just wanted to tell that story because I felt it was important. I felt someone might need to hear it, and I felt like um, I needed to say it. So, beyond that, um, let's hop in. I want to do this, uh, I want to get to this interview with Phil. Um, he is the author of No Conscience, which is just one of a handful of books he's written. I think he's written five total at this point. Uh, and they're uh, looking through, they're very interesting. I, I'll confess I have not read them, <laughs> but, uh, I have talked to Phil at great length and he's a, he's a very intelligent, very clever guy. Um, just, uh, you, you I think you're going to enjoy this. And there was like a surprising twist here in that I did not realize his connection to this. Uh, I forget the term he used and I wish I had jotted it down, but it, um, he, he does, he has done in his past sort of, um, like a design of landscapes and that sort of thing, landscaping and that sort of thing. So completely butchered that. Sorry, Phil. Um, but anyway, let's, let's hop in here with uh, Phil M. Williams, author of novels and nonfiction alike. And I hope you enjoy this and stick around at the end of the interview. We'll do some quick housekeeping and maybe a couple other little things. Uh, some, some talk. I got a couple of announcements about the direction of the show. Uh, and some slight changes I'm making that I think you're going to dig. So stick around for that, and I'll see you after the interview. Hey, everybody, thanks for tuning in. And uh, today, okay, so I, um, just like most authors, I am always looking for an opportunity to promote my books. Uh, and this gentleman kind of reached out to me out of the blue one day with a really cool idea. I'm talking to, we're going to talk about that idea and more, but I'm talking to Phil Williams. He's the author of No Conscience and among other books and uh I'm he, we're together we are um with several other authors we're attempting something called five star thrillers which we're going to talk about uh so Phil thanks for being on the show man hey, thanks for inviting me Kevin I appreciate it Of course yeah uh so okay first off let's let's get to the five star thriller thing cuz I think that's that's the main attraction uh, right away and but then I really want to dig in on some other stuff, especially one thing in particular i I'm not going to spoil it for anybody yet but <laughs> so tell me uh, how the idea for the five star thrillers came up and what what it's all about
1: well it's um it's a uh, it's it's an insta freebie giveaway essentially for for us as far as the authors goes for us to you know build our um newsletter subscriber list, which is all great and and, and everything but I had an issue with it because I, I had just signed up to InstaFreebie, um, I don't know, maybe six months ago, uh, eight months ago or so. And the problem I had with it looking at it from, uh, trying to look at it from the reader's perspective is there's all these authors doing these giveaways and there's not really any uh, quality control. Right. So I, I kind of, it's, I, and I, and I noticed readers starting to get sort of fed up with the, just the Deluge of free stuff that's out there, and it's gotten to the point where, at least in my opinion, where there's where it's not a pro, price and free isn't a problem for people. It's finding something that's good that they really like, you know, amidst the millions of books that are out there. Right. Um, so, so I started to, to think about, well, do I want to give away, you know, do I want to get a, be a part of one of these promotions, and then do I want to tell the people on my list? Hey, you should check out these other books. And it felt kind of disingenuous to me because I have no idea. Maybe they're great. Maybe they're not great. Um, but I didn't feel comfortable, you know, telling my list, "Hey, you should check out these books," and I haven't even done anything to vet them whatsoever. And, you know, right. I'm certainly not going to take the time to read every single one. Right. Nobody does. Um, I, you know, I do read a lot of them, but I mean, it's it's tough. So, um, so I started to think about. I was like, well, why couldn't why couldn't we come up with something that you know, that maybe looked at Amazon reviews and, and used some sort of a quality rating. Cause that, that's the, that was the closest thing I could come to some sort of a, a rating system. And, and I know that it's not perfect because, you know, there's crazy people on Amazon that give reviews that are insane. And then, you know, it, so as so I understand, there's lots of books that don't necessarily get great reviews that are, in my opinion, great books. Um, but uh, so anyways, but I, I figured that was the, the best I could come up with. And, um, and so that's what I did. So I, so, so I went through every book I could find on Insta Freebie. I went through the entire blog all the way back to the very first blog post and cross referenced every single book on Insta Freebie, um, from the beginning that are thrillers and looked at them on Amazon. And then I came up with these, these crazy high standards of, you know, had to have, I think the first one we had to have like 40 or 50 reviews right. and everybody had to be 4.5 or higher. Right. Um, and then this next one, we've sort of raised the standards even further, where we, I think it was like seventy, and then it had to be four point five or, or higher. And uh, and I think I gave a little bit of a break if you had over a thousand, right? Or, or over two hundred, I think you could drop to four point four because people people tend to get really nasty when you get into the hundreds of reviews. I think they feel safer in a crowd to be to be jerks on your on your reviews, <laughs> right? right. Uh, anyway, so that's kind of how it all it all came together, and it's been great because I've had a it's been awesome to work with, you know, uh, authors that are are really very accomplished and have have great work and and then i feel very comfortable and everybody else should, you know, scream into the rooftops to their people and say, "Hey, you know, check these out. These are good. These are good books." Yeah. Uh.
0: Yeah, i i feel much better about, you know, i've had several uh i i occasionally get people who approach me and ask me to send uh, some promotion to my list, which <clears throat> a lot of times i'm happy to do. It just depends on who it is really and and if we have a relationship <laughs> before right. that starts. Um, but, you know, it's always iffy, too, because, like you say, I don't have time to read everybody's books, you know? Right. We're talking hundreds, thousands of authors sometimes. And right. Yeah. So this was, uh, I thought, a clever idea, which is why I was excited about it from, from day one. So how many authors yeah. have you uh, had participate so far?
1: Well, the, the first one we had 13, um, when you were one of the 13. Yeah. And then... uh this next go round, we actually, we lost like six, which I was surprised. Um, two people were just like, Hey, we're not promoting this month. Mm -hmm. And then the other people I just never heard back from. Nobody said, Hey, I don't want to do it. Or I didn't have good results. We actually had the average person got about a thousand new subscribers with the first one, which was awesome. Um, but then I picked up another six. So we've got another solid 13, which is kind of good that we get some influx of people. So it's not you know, because if all my people already downloaded your book, you're not going to get anything off of my people again. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, but all our lists are, of up. course, still growing. So it is sort of, you know, four months later, the, the the mix is a bit different. Right. Um, but we sent to 100 about 100,000 newsletter subscribers the first go round, and we're about 130,000 for this go round. So we've got some pretty big numbers. Uh, hopefully, it'll it'll go well.
0: Yeah. 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 That's I. I had a, I've had a pretty big response from the email I sent, um, and I'll probably send like a follow up soon just to make sure people, you know, check it out before it's in date. <laughs> but, right, right. Yeah, I had quite a few people click through, so um, out of great. like a thirty thousand, you know, subscriber list, that's not bad. So, that's um, great. So you're, and you're right. Last time I believe I got something like twelve hundred new subscribers out of that deal. Which I, that's great. He yeah. did a
1: little bit better than me. I think I was around that, right around a <clears> thousand.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's not bad at all, man, for a free promo. Yeah, basically. I was very happy with that. <laughs> yeah. So, and but it all depends on InstaFreebie. So I guess your overhead is that you're paying the uh, twenty bucks a month or whatever to be part right. of Insta Right. But uh, I like the system though, I, and I don't know. Uh, you can give me your opinion on on InstaFreebie, but I, I was always kind of, and I had um, uh one of their founders i believe on on the show a while back but uh i was always kind of impressed with it uh for what it was and i think you know they're working to improve it they just announced that they have a a new um android app which now that's to me they're solving another problem with that <laughs> which is the uh you know delivering uh delivering yeah. the actual book which is always yeah. an issue
1: but. right he actually did get a uh, an email from somebody and it was actually about your book it was like oh i wanted to to you know uh to download the Coelho, uh medallion and i can't do it and blah 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 i sent him a i sent him a, a sheet that hopefully they yeah hopefully they figured it out but um we but yeah see. they're definitely solving that stuff i actually talked with insta freebie a couple of weeks ago um and i'm trying to encourage them to develop a badge system um so if they come out with it it and hopefully that those, was you. <laughs> that was me. I'm taking responsibility. I'm taking credit for that. But I, I told him, I said, "You guys should have a badge system to where, you know, if if the all the books meet a certain review requirement on Amazon, that you give them a, a gold, a silver, or a bronze quality right, right. badge. So that way, people can see that right away. And and um, you know, it, it, I just think it's 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 a kind of a win-win. It gets a higher quality." um for the authors and and I think it, it it attracts higher quality um books right uh versus and it also is going to attract higher quality readers uh readers are going to be more likely to if they download your book to also spend money
0: right right yeah no I I I, I think that's a brilliant idea actually you know um it immediately helps you sort of differentiate books uh, right and and, 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 and I understand you're just
1: starting out and you don't have many reviews it's hard um right you know and, and it doesn't mean that those people can't necessarily have uh, you know promote it just takes it just takes a little longer to get the ball rolling you know right. it's just and I think that's getting more difficult because um, everybody's sort of figuring things out and, and we're all kind of doing the same things and what worked you know six months ago doesn't work now and um, as everybody jumps on these different bandwagons right but
0: right yeah um, so and you're so what's interesting okay so the the promotion process for this has largely been everyone who's involved sends emails and sends social media posts right, right. um you're you're kind of tracking all that right you're i mean yeah yeah, yeah. so i so i have
1: i ask everybody to send me a copy of their newsletter um some of you some of you guys i'm actually on your newsletter list okay um i downloaded your book i think i got yours by the way
0: okay good um, because I completely uh, and, forgot to send you a copy of that. <laughs> yes, yeah. so if you saw did, the I email, <laughs> yeah, I did actually get yours. Um, so yes, yeah, so I just ask, you know, everybody. Of course,
1: people forget, and then I just remind everybody, hey, I didn't get your whatever, and you know, I just want to make sure that everybody does promote. I mean, I, I trust everybody, but you know, it's like the trust but verify thing. And right. you know, if you get one person that's sort of along for the ride and doesn't do their part, it's not fair to everybody else that's working hard to promote. Right, and you don't want to let that one person in, and then they sort of. You know, and that continues to to degrade the quality of the promotion.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I like that you you sort of limit the time frame too. I mean, because a lot of these promotions they'll go on forever, uh, especially within the Insta Freebie side. I, I, right. I think that you get more when it's limited. <laughs> when you yeah, there's so that urgency, right? The, right. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. Now that's all cool, and I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes because I want people to to uh, to go and check it out. But if you're listening, the uh, so the web address is, uh, web address for this is going to be Phil with one L, PhilWBooks.com/slash-five-star-thrillers, and uh, that's a that's kind of a lot to remember if you're you know out walking or driving or whatever. So just check the show notes, and you'll be able to check it out. So. Hey, a, hey, one
1: thing I wanted to mention real quick, Kevin, sure. is um, if anybody, if any authors are out there that they have really high-rated books with a, lots of reviews, um, and they're interested, you know, they can send me an email. I mean, because we're always looking for new blood, so yeah, that's cool. I always you're, look to prove you're specifically the, we have at, high standards. So I don't want anybody getting mad that they you know, <laughs> that you're going to
0: become get, you're going to become the next like book bub kind of thing where you have to They're reject basically. people and everyone's mad at you um
1: yeah so i mean just out front i mean you if you got less than if you have less than 50 reviews don't bother um right, and if you right. have less than 4.5 on your Which isn't, rating that's some, not
0: saying you're not doing well it's just yeah no that's not saying I'm doing we well. We have to but draw a line think, somewhere we have to draw the line somewhere right yeah and you're you're primarily you're aimed at thrillers so this right. is only for thrillers. So just keep that in mind, everyone listening. If you write thrillers, this is the way to go. Uh, which is not to say you can't organize your, you know, steal the idea. I don't think Phil minds. <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I told Insta for you. I was like, they're gonna
0: have, they're just gonna come up with a romance one. I mean,
1: they're gonna right. do all this stuff. It's gonna people are gonna start doing it. I think because it, it's worked well for us, and yeah, I think yeah. it's, I don't know.
0: Well, and the, one of the reasons I kind of dug what you what you did here. You put a lot of work into this, by the way. So I. I I do appreciate. Thank you. What you're pulling I off. That. I know this had to be a lot of work because you got a whole different web page. You had to build that. You got, you know, emails back and forth with the Insta Freebie. You got to contact it and email back and forth with the authors. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I imagine this is a quite a bit of work. But um, you know, you did a great job. I I, I you. applaud you Thank for you. it. By, uh, by the way, I actually
1: have a list of authors that you know. I even I even look like every Tuesday I go through the whole author list and pull people off that are maybe on the either on the bubble like getting close to being you know yeah, to yeah. meeting our standards or people that are in there yeah. So I've already, I may already have your name. Some people out there, I may already have your name on my list. <laughs> I
0: think I got to up my game uh, on reviews. I'm not asking for them enough because I'm down at like the, I'm the very last person on this page.
1: I'm down toward the bottom too. I'm <laughs> like a couple up from you. I'm. I need to get. Then get of course
0: me. there's Nick, my my writing partner and buddy Nick Thacker, who just blew it up with like 1244 <laughs> reviews. <laughs> I know. jerk. I know.
1: Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's it's like I, I the standards keep getting higher and higher and I I hate to outstandard my own book. <laughs> You're off Just, the list. It's like somehow no. the
0: uh, minimum is always the exact number of reviews I have. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's cool. Now, you know, I'm terrible. I I don't ask for the reviews enough. I I know I need to. Um I I need to. I I don't there's no excuse not to. I don't know why I don't do it. I
1: you put it. You put it at the end of your book. It, says, I do. Yeah.
0: I do, and a lot of people will do that just because. But uh, yeah, I'm the, I don't yeah, think I, I push it. it enough. Yeah, that's yeah. all you do. Oh, okay.
1: I, I put it at the end of my book. I do. I, I do occasionally at the end of my newsletter. I might mention something. Yeah. Hey, you know, it'd be great if. You know, You'd be that, surprised.
0: They, yeah, it, it's um, it does make a difference. I mean, I've got other books where I've got a lot more reviews, and it's because I, you know, for that time I was saying to people. Pretty regularly. Hey, don't forget to review the book. I'd really appreciate that, and they'd go do it. Uh, so if you don't remind people, it's just like this show, you know. Uh, when I started telling people I would like to get reviews on iTunes, lo and behold, I started getting reviews. Uh, I never got yeah. any before, so. Um, well, it's it's just, that old law: if you ask for it, you know, you, yeah. you might get. It. Ask for what you want. Yeah, the worst right. you'll get is no. Yeah. Um, so I want to. I'm hearing myself there so I don't know if you're leaning in or whatever just wanted to let you know (laughs) oh am I too close yeah because I love the sound of my own voice and I will just sit here and talk just to hear me talking um, which is half a joke now uh, so aside from the five star thrillers uh, which is an amazing uh, program you pulled together uh, and I do applaud you for all the work uh, you are an author yourself you've got how many books did, did we determine just before you got on there
1: uh, I have eight right now. I've got a yeah. ninth coming out in uh, about a month. Are they all thrillers? Uh, no, no. There's uh, yeah. there's four thrillers, uh, two nonfiction books, a kid's book, and then one is sort of, I would say, I, it's in the romance genre, but uh, it's it's not a traditional romance.
0: Is that, uh, which one? Is that No Conscience that, or is it? That would be Stone Lake. Stone uh, No Lake. Conscience okay. is a uh, psychological thriller. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, it's just because it's got a guy holding a tray of cookies. That's all. That's the only reason I would have. But well, sh-
1: it's a woman, you know. And, okay, and whole, that's a yeah. woman.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a guy. I'm so. Yeah, maybe it is a dude. I don't I'm do so. I'm so gonna get emails. That's now. funny. <laughs> I, I, I assumed it was a woman. Maybe that's
1: just. My, that's that's just. I just outed myself as, as a sexist. Maybe.
0: No, I think I think you're right. The buttons. The buttons are in the right place for it to be a woman. The shirt buttons. Yeah. Isn't that the old rule that? whatever man so uh <laughs> so okay yeah it's, so, not, it's
1: not a psychological thriller like uh you know a serial killer or something like that. it's more of a it's more of a sociopathic person that's okay. that's you know running roughshod over this family and they're trying to, it's 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 trying people trying to figure out uh what's happening and you know she's you know they're pulling the strings basically
0: sort of like uh that uh the crush that Alicia Silverstone movie from like the nineties. Oh right. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. <laughs> so okay. You've you've genre hopped a little then. Yeah. 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 How's that working?
1: Uh you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean I just uh I just write what I want. Yeah. And um yeah. you know, if I feel passionate about something, I don't I don't really worry about what genre, where I'm gonna put it. I worry about the story. If I feel like if I get the story right. You know, I'll worry about where it goes later. Right. Um, so if I I feel, if I feel like I have something I really want to say or something I want to write about. Like, for example, everybody has, you know, a series, but I just don't ever feel like I want to stick with the story that long. It's like right. after I've gotten the story out, I'm like, okay, I'm, I want to move on to something else. Right. Um, so the, good, the bad thing is it's harder to build an audience. The good yeah. thing is, is I think it does improve your craft because I can write romance, you know, in – a subgenre of a thriller, and it right. can be it can be seem real as opposed to a thriller writer trying to write romance that does not write romance. Right,
0: right, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I hopped genres a couple of times. I mean, I I think I benefited from it overall, but it is tough to build the audience. Like they. Right,
1: I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> and yeah they, you,
0: they, you hope they, that your your readers like you as the writer,
1: as opposed to just following the. The genre, which you know, I th-
0: hope. I think they do. I think that yeah. once you get those like thousand raving fans, I think they totally do. Um, right. I think you could write, you know, your phone number on a napkin <laughs> and they'd want to read it. But the the uh, the downside is it's it's building those thousand readers. That's that's tough, you know, without sticking to one thing. Um, so what, how are some ways you're you're sort of marketing the work? since you are cross genre you've got a list clearly so that's you got right that step knocked out
1: right yeah the the doing the newsletter i think is 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 probably my it, it's up there that's definitely one of the most important things um and i use uh against the grain is was my first novel which is a political thriller okay and i use that one as the the lead magnet so that's on insta freebie um, and then I also have that on my website, and uh, I don't I don't have it for ninety nine cents. It's like a four ninety nine book. Mm-hmm. So if so, somebody's you know somebody who signs up for my list is getting a you know the five dollar book. Right. Um, and then uh, and then I'll do I do, do some you know some some ninety nine cent stuff through you know uh, KU. So I'm in KU for everything except for the the lead magnet, okay. and I think that uh, I definitely get more readers by being in KU and um I, I am doing amazon i just started doing amazon ads i haven't i've seen a little bit of success there not right not a lot i'm i'm wondering if it's another one of those you know it's like facebook ads they used to get a little bit of traction there but now i've stopped those entirely because it's like everybody's doing it and now they the everything's too expensive yeah. Um, yeah so but it's also uh bookbub i had i had one bookbub uh, a few months ago which was fantastic i got really good results with that um and uh, so some of the newsletters, you know, the the you know the like BookBub, but not BookBub. Those, you know, if you get the right ones, they they can work okay. Right. Uh, and that's that's been pretty much it for
0: me for the most part. Doing pretty and well with that then. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh,
1: slowly but surely. Uh, a year ago, I mean, I had like 50 subscribers on my email list. Now I'm you know well over 5,000. Yeah. You know, 6,000, which you know it's still small, but they're pretty engaged. Uh, and i do call my list so it's not like i've got a lot of people that aren't uh performing but um you know a year ago i i think i had my biggest book had like maybe 20 reviews and now i've got one that has you know 250 something um, right. so it's it, it it it's hard to get that ball rolling it's like you just you you feel like you're working and working and working and nothing's happening and then eventually, you know, you get these little trickle, little trickle, and it's like a snowball going down the hill. I think. Right. It's like right. that first zero to five hundred dollars in sales is like pulling teeth, and then five hundred to a thousand is way easier. Um, but uh, anyway, so that's sort of where I am at this point. But uh, I'm obviously always promoting, always writing, keep right. trying to. Are you uh, reader,
0: are you full time yeah. right now?
1: I am full time writing. Yeah. Okay. So my my writing schedule is 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 three books a year, okay. so um, this year is going to be a little tough because the one I just finished was two books long. So yeah, uh, it's yeah. Man. <laughs> anyway.
0: I have to tell you, brother, you are that's pretty phenomenal. Three books a year, and you're able to do this full time. That I, I always tell people that don't don't think you can just sit back and write like two or three books a year and and do this. But you've completely made a liar out of me. So.
1: <laughs> well, I, I I say that, I'm doing, that's what I'm doing, Kevin, but I'm not making enough money to, I mean, the only reason I can do this without having a second job is because I had another job where I sold a business and I have yeah, I some money saved up. Yeah. So, But I'm not making the kind of money that, uh, my goal is to make a living as a writer, and I think I read somewhere that 98% of writers do not make a living from their writing, I could be wrong but I think it's somewhere in that range so it's next to impossible yeah. but that's my goal I'd like to get to the point I mean I'm not trying to be a millionaire but it would be nice to make you know But 50 I know grand. yeah
0: I've so heard I, that I've heard that statistic you know and uh, that comes mostly from like the traditional world I think cuz you know okay. there are authors who are because I frankly I know far more independent authors who are making a full-time living doing this than I know um, traditional authors who are and yeah, I know quite a few in both categories. Okay, so <laughs> it's not like I don't have enough examples. But anytime I encounter right. traditional authors, they typically, you know, they're not making enough to make a living. So
1: right, right. Um, well, unfortunately, I'm in that boat. I'm not. I'm not there yet. Yeah. I think. Uh, but I, I'm happy that I've made a lot of progress. I just. Right. I think I probably am a couple years away. I think. You know, unless unless. Something miraculous happens, but I am right. making progress, which is oh, good that's
0: cool man that's the that's that's way that's the way it's supposed to be, roll right, <laughs>
1: yeah, as long as you're moving forward, you know can, right I, the other the other statistic I saw, and I think this was in like a survey I guess of writers that make a hundred thousand dollars a year or more. The average has like thirty books, so i'm so i I told my wife right. I was like, well, I got seven years, if I write three a year, I got nine so that's gonna be seven years from now, and then right, so. so
0: <laughs> do you write every day i do okay. i do write every day okay you know
1: <laughs> the other thing I, I told my wife the other day i said you know if, if somebody told me that i would have to write 30 books to make a, a decent living when i started i <laughs> I, I, would, I don't know how it would have felt about that but now that nine books in i'm like well you know it's only seven
0: years who cares right right <laughs> yeah so y- it is interesting but that yeah, you because know, I had uh, – I talked to people about this this whole idea all the time. Like we, the the stress around the idea of even just writing one book usually comes from this notion that you, you have to just sort of churn it all out at once, right? Yeah. But it's a daily – you know, you, you write it in intervals. <laughs> you don't yeah, write – Yeah, it's a daily grind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, 30 you know, books really isn't that big. He says, I don't feel like hammering
1: nails today, you know?
0: Right. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> So where where do you take some of your sort of motivation and inspiration in this? Like what what made you decide, by the way, to to become a uh, an author?
1: Uh well, yeah, I, I sort I didn't really fall into it, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't deliberate. Like uh, I was a permaculture consultant prior to this, and then prior to that, I was a an energy auditor and weatherization contractor, and then prior to that, I was a landscape contractor. Okay, um, when I was a landscape contractor, that's where I actually made money. But I I hated the industry because right. really, what are we really doing? We're going around spraying grass, and I mean it's a, it's a really superficial industry, and I I just wanted out. Um, so I ended up selling that business, and that's the only reason I have money to do this right now. I um, had two failed businesses: the, the my contracting business and then my permaculture business. Both of those failed. Uh, I wrote a my first nonfiction book was sort of a expose on the landscape industry, a critique of it, and the book actually did. Decent. And I was really surprised. You know, people seemed to like it. And that was the first thing I had ever written. And so then I was like, and then I had in my mind, I had a novel in my, an idea. And so I wrote the novel and I really enjoyed it. And that was against the grain. um And then I just sort of kept writing. And then I was doing the permaculture business less and less and writing more and more. And now I've sort of the markets told me that this is what I should be doing. So, and I enjoy it. I enjoy it more than what I was doing before. So I think I was done with, I think I was tired of being a contractor.
0: Right. Yeah. I, I, I understand that, though I didn't do landscaping. Uh, Contracting and freelance work was what I did most of my career. So, um, yeah, it has some severe downsides. (laughs) Yeah, I just, you know,
1: it's nice not to have employees. I can get up and, you know, my boss is a real jerk, but I get up and I work hard every day. Right,
0: yeah. (laughs) I tell people that all the time. It's like, my boss won't let me have a vacation. Like, I'm... You know, I'm constantly – I make myself get up early in the morning. I'm writing all day or I do – you know, and now I do stuff for draft digital So it's actually – I get more of a break now than I did before. Right. <laughs> so that's right. kind of nice. Um, cool, yeah. So the landscaping thing, uh, yeah, you're, you have a website aimed around this. This is what I was kind of hinting at earlier. You have foodproduction101.com, which yeah, is interesting. Yeah, that was – uh,
1: Right, that's, you'll see like, you'll see my farm basically there and you'll see, um, and that's my permaculture, uh, business. Okay. And I've, I've actually stopped taking clients. Um, it's still up there. I mean, I have people call every now and again, but I haven't, I haven't taken a client in probably a year. Um, and, um, it's just, uh, I I love doing permacultures. I like having, I mean, we have, we have unbelievable amount of food that's growing on this property. I've I've planted like 2000 trees over the past five years. On the on this property, and yeah. uh you know it's great. It's it's a beautiful property, and I enjoy working the land here. I just don't want to do it for somebody else because it's a lot right. of hard work. You know, yeah. And an injury to my elbow that still hasn't healed. Um, I'm getting old. You know, I can't <laughs> be doing the kind of work I used to do. So
0: right, right. This is uh. So all these photos are from your farm. Yep. Yep. It's a nice looking place, man. Thank you. Appreciate the kind it. Kind of place my wife and I have always talked about uh, having, but I'm far too lazy to do the kind of work that went into this place so <laughs> i'd have yeah, to it's, hire it's, you it's, and you're not taking clients so i'm screwing. right
1: it's yeah it's a, it's a ton it is nice to, that it's once it's established it's you know if you have a good permaculture system it's not a you know it's not it's not near as time consumptive as it as it as it you know as it would be when you're you know you're first planting everything and doing all the hard work right um, so now i'm you know i'm like maybe 15 20 hours a week outside doing doing stuff and the rest of the time i'm 60 hours working as an author so
0: right right so tell me what 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 does permaculture mean exactly uh
1: permaculture it's a design science design science that uh, mimics a lot of natural mimics natural systems basically okay all right so for example like if i was going to grow an orchard i wouldn't just grow an orchard of you know rows of trees i would try to grow an orchard that was grown more like a forest okay so i'd mimic the forest systems So instead of having just, you know, I might put nitrogen-fixing trees in between your productive trees, and then, you know, you can cut those trees as they grow to provide the fertility to the, you know, to the, the productive trees nearby. Um, You would grow, you know, ground covers of things that would you would find, um, you know, when a forest is succeeding. Yeah. So, yeah
0: okay so they they always tell you to write what you know so are you folding this expertise into any of your your books particularly into like your thrillers and stuff
1: well yeah I mean against the grain um the protagonist is this uh kid who's who gr- grows up on a farm and uh he's it's 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 not it's it's more kind of like an organic it's a very primitive farm and he right. it's in it's not I don't come out and say mention permaculture at all. It never even says the word in the book. But somebody who know who understood, you know how it works, they would see some of the the permaculture features in the in the book. But right. um, so yeah, you'll see some of that stuff. Uh, 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 Stone Lake, the guy, the main character is a is a construction contractor.
0: Okay.
1: So that's so that's. I mean, I'm pulling from stuff that that I know about. Right. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's so I, I'm definitely pulling that's the nice thing about having a bunch of different jobs and seeing a lot of different things. Uh, even if you're not good at it, it helps with writing because I get a lot of different perspectives from, uh, different walks of life and, and different things. So, I mean, if you, I think if you, if you're experiencing these things firsthand, I think it makes the writing a lot more powerful and I'm definitely, I definitely pull a lot of stuff from my life. Um, yeah. which, you know, I, I'm careful. I gotta be careful because, you know, so I always worry about like, you know, getting sued or something, but I'm really careful to <laughs> To jumble things up and whatnot, but I, I am I am I am writing from the heart a
0: lot. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Some it, of these stories,
1: the chances but, of
0: getting sued, honestly, I mean, you'd have to you'd have to specifically name somebody,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? Say you know, yeah. I don't I don't use names, and I, and I don't even make the people look the same, and the scenarios are jumbled up. But yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I I you know I write about things that I've either seen firsthand or you know, have, have, have some pretty good knowledge. Now I'm, you know, obviously writing some stuff that I don't know, but, um, I think some of the more powerful stuff comes from experience.
0: Right. Uh, Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, um, you know, we're kind of coming up on time. Um, I need to make a note real quick. Hold on. (laughs) You just said something that I wanted to note down. You said, I think that some of the most powerful stuff comes from experience, right? Yeah. Yeah. I always do like a quote. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and okay. this one's right at the end so um i didn't mean to pause or maybe or
1: maybe it's just because i'm not a good enough writer to just make stuff up i don't know no I mean, yeah it does <laughs> obviously i'm seem... making a lot of stuff up but yeah. true um, what is it be... reality
0: is stranger than fiction <laughs> right exactly <laughs> so, yeah uh, at any rate uh yeah. so oh.
1: go ahead no no i was just saying like uh the, the book I'm working on now. Um, it's called. I have a working title of "What Happened at the Lake." Um, okay. You know, I'm pulling. Like, I spent a week at a lake in Tennessee with uh, with some family members this past summer. So I'm pulling from, you know, not exactly what happened at the lake when I went there. I mean, nobody died when I went there, but thankfully. Um, but I'm pulling from, you know, the the sights and the sounds and yeah. everything that yeah. was was there. But
0: yeah, I mean, I, you know, I I I write a series that is largely based in manhattan and i haven't been to manhattan very very often you know i I have a limited experience of of the city but the things that i experience there really inform you know sort of my the 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 vibe like i i know enough about the city thanks to my experience and tv and movies you know that i can (laughs) i can fake it pretty well i think and i don't get into you know specifics necessarily so that helps but it's definitely right. better to add some of that real world color to your fiction, you know?
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree completely.
0: All right. So where can people find more about you and your work online?
1: Uh, you can go to philwbooks.com. That would probably be the best place you can, uh, if you're interested in picking up a free copy of Against the Grain, you can find that there. And it's just, you know, you'll get, I, I'm, I'm pretty, I only send out a newsletter like maybe once a month. So right. you're not yeah. going to get a bunch of stuff for me constantly. Um, yeah. so, um, if you like the book, it's probably worth staying on there because when I have the other books on sale, you'll know about it. Uh, if you don't like my book, you probably should unsubscribe. <laughs> There's probably no sense in you bothering.
0: <laughs> right. All right. Good deal. Okay. And of course, uh, you can try that. I, I which, which book do you have in the uh, five star thrillers?
1: Uh, against the grain against
0: the grain so you can yeah so
1: you get this you you, yeah. you can either get there through my website or through five Thrillers. it's the same right thing. right same thing
0: same. right so go go and you know if you do it through five star thrillers of course you could try out a whole bunch of uh free thrillers uh that's you will true. be getting on people's mailing list just know that but uh i think it's a great swap anyway so all right man well hey i appreciate you being on um And, uh, stick around. I'm going to close things out, but for everybody else, you hang out, you're probably hearing the, uh, the cool little bridge music right now. And, uh, we'll do some housekeeping and end up this episode. So I'll see you all next time. All right. I hope you enjoyed that interview with, with Phil Williams. Uh, If you are interested in five-star thrillers, uh, definitely go check out the website, the uh, show notes for this episode. Uh, However you're listening to it, the the web address should show up in your show notes, uh, theoretically. (laughs) But it is. um, I'll read it out uh, just to make sure you have it. Again, I'll read it out. uh, But it is in the show notes. But here it is. It's Go to phil, P-H-I-L, one L, right? philwbooks.com slash five Dash star Dash thrillers. That'll take you right there. Um, wow. I probably should have done a, uh, a nice pretty like bitly link or something, but yeah uh, eh. if you if you decide that you want to check it out and you're having trouble remembering or whatever, of course check the show notes or just reach out to me uh, in the usual means uh, speaking of which you can do that. if you go on uh, words uh, by the way, announcements coming up, so I know some people tune out at this part, <laughs> but stick around. But um, go to wordslingerpodcast.com, you can click on the contact button, email me uh, if you would like, and uh, there's a little form there you can use. You can call me at 281-809-WORD, that's 281-809-9673, leave me a voicemail. Uh, you can also click on the send voicemail tab on that site, uh, it's a little orange tab that floats on the uh, right hand side of com, and uh, leave me a voicemail from there and in, in general these voicemails are limiting people to about a minute uh, each and uh, that's actually pretty okay with me <laughs> some of you are a lot like me and you are uh, talkers uh, which is fine too uh, but we'll, we'll we should arrange other means of talking to me at some point we'll get to that um <clears throat> Now you can also support the show, uh, which I do appreciate. Support the show via Patreon if you like. I'm going to get that in a second. Actually, let me back up. Support the show by going on iTunes or anywhere you listen to the show, but iTunes in particular. And uh, rate and rank the show. Give me like four or five stars if you don't mind, and uh, leave leave a little note that tells me and other uh, other people who come across it um, what value you're finding in the show. And I appreciate that. That that's that's to help. The show reach more people, reach a broader audience, uh, and uh, and hopefully help that audience uh, by uh, providing some information that's you know useful to their lives. So you're helping people. That's cool. Um, you can also support the show, of course, by well, just give me a mention, give me a shout out. <laughs> if you uh, if you're on Twitter, tag me at at Kevin Tomlinson uh you can look up Kevin Thomson on uh Facebook as well and the wordslinger podcast there is a there is a page which is a bit neglected i do share things on there pretty pretty much on a daily basis or at least a weekly basis but uh, i don't do much chatter yet however let's change that um part of what i'm about to bring up actually so <clears throat> so here's the deal um patreon you can support the show on patreon with uh, as little, you know, as little or as much as you want, and I do appreciate that. Now, in the past, I've talked about this quite a bit, uh, and I'm just lazy, honestly, <laughs> and haven't gotten around to, uh, to, you know, upping the ante here. But I've, I've started pulling together a list of um, sort of rewards for uh, different levels of, of uh, patronage. Um, one in particular, I'm kind of excited about. I think you will be too um, if you're. A, If you're a regular listener to the show, I'm going to have a tier on there. that's. I'm starting to record these over already. I've recorded two. And I've got some other material I'm going to kind of fold in with this. But um, I'm doing something I'm calling the After Show. And you'll be able to get access to these very short. I mean, they're going to be like five to ten minutes at the most. But uh, these very short sort of additional interviews or uh, conversations uh that are basically just what goes on after i stop recording you know the main show uh whenever i do an interview and uh they're very informal i don't plan to do a ton of polish these things uh honestly but then i don't do a ton of polish to this show either so <laughs> but i want you to have access to it. it's sort of raw information you know you know i ask a follow-up question or um I continue something from the conversation or, you know, whatever. You get a little bit more insight into, uh, into uh, these interviews. Um, now, over the years, I've kind of done this by accident, recorded a conversation after the fact or whatever. I'm going back and asking for permission uh, from some of these folks to make sure that it's okay to share that if I can. Uh, but from this week forward, I'm actually making that a part of the show. So, uh, or a part of the interview. So, um, guests will get a chance to, to be a part of the after show. So I think you'll dig that. Now I'm also going to, uh, see about maybe going back, approaching some of the folks that I've talked to in the past that I didn't get after show material for, uh, and, uh, seeing if I can do a little follow up. <clears throat> I've also got a couple of old interviews that didn't quite pan out uh, maybe there were technical issues or, or other problems um, and uh, since I already have the permission to run those uh, I was just going to edit those out uh, to, into short form and put them up there so there's all kinds of little things happening right so that's going to be available to you as a tier on Patreon uh, haven't decided yet how that structure is working but I'm working on it I've also got a couple of other ideas and if you want to float some ideas my way I'm happy to take them Um, Working on some other stuff related to the show. Got a cool idea for a t-shirt line. (laughs) So I've been doing this thing on uh, Facebook and Twitter um, where it's hashtag KevinQuotesKevin. These are basically little one-liners and quips that I come up with every now and then. People think they're funny, so I go ahead and tag them, and I put them in an endless loop on uh, Twitter, and uh, now I'm going to start putting them on a... A shirt so if I've ever said something you thought was hilarious or uh, very poignant and you can boil it down into like you know maybe three or four words <laughs> uh, let me know I'm happy to to I would love to hear from you actually yeah you know, it would help me a great deal so any catch a catch phrases or turns of phrase that I've uttered that you thought were hilarious or inspirational or whatever uh, anything that might work for a t-shirt f- toss it my way So, uh, so that's, that's a couple of things. Um, basically what's happening is my wife and I had a conversation last weekend. Um, and it was sort of a, you know, she, she started kind of digging in and learning a little more about affiliate marketing. And, uh, you know, I told her, you know, that was something that I've done a little bit of, um, but I've always had kind of an issue because it's, it's very time consuming or can be very time consuming, but it's, it's worth it. So she's become interested in it. And now we're thinking, you know, Wordslinger is a pretty good platform for just kind of creating things that are going to be useful to people uh, beyond just the podcast. I'm looking now at, well, I had a interview this week with someone that has a YouTube, a successful YouTube channel, and uh, i looking at that <clears throat> as an option, and... Um, which I've tried before, but now I have some ideas. <laughs> now I have a little bit more of an idea, so um, you know these are these are little additions. Uh, your support of the show is very useful and very helpful f- uh, for improving the quality of the show so if you'll, if you will go on patreon and go ahead and uh and pitch in, uh, it will be greatly appreciated and it will be put to good, good use. Uh, but uh, you know, I understand if you want to wait until you get some nice perks, I do understand. So (laughs) I would too, probably. Uh, anyway, so I hope, um, really, uh, honestly, I hope you are getting something out of the words on your podcast. You know, I, I do this, I've been doing this since, uh, I believe 2013. I think I've said this on air before, and I've completely forgotten when the first episode aired. But I believe it was the tag end of 2013, and uh, I've done it largely for free for all that time. Now I say that, but I've gotten so much out of the show. Um, I owe my current, you know, career, my the, the current position I hold at Drafted Digital, the you know everything that I've accomplished um, that I find, you know valuable and worthy in my career over the past three or four years, uh, has, has somehow been tied directly to this show. And that's, uh, in many ways, that's, that's better than money. (laughs) But, uh, we want to, we want to continue to grow this and and continue to make it something that's going to be helpful to, uh, the listeners. So, uh, and I'm in the business of trying to change some lives, you know, I mean, my business is telling good stories. That's really what, is at the heart of my career and my life, uh, telling good stories that inspire, inform, and entertain. Uh, and I I do that through my fiction, I do that through blog posts and nonfiction, I do that through this show. Um, so this is all tied together for me. It's all part of one big bundle, and I do it honestly for you, uh, for everyone listening. I mean, I do it for the readers, I do it for the listeners. I do it for the the people who are you know on the same frequency as me i guess you know the people who are looking for answers or looking for something and uh and you know i end up being a good fit and uh, i'm i'm proud of that and i'm honored by it so thank you so much for tuning in for it uh as far as announcements go <clears throat> i think that's pretty much it just look for some changes i'm i'm uh, probably going to be migrating the Wordslinger podcast website, uh, to its own, uh, individual, you know, standalone site at some point in the near future. Um, I got to work out a few details on that because I've got this back catalog of hundreds of episodes to, to deal with. So I don't want to break a bunch of links floating around out there. Uh, that would be a nightmare. That's going to be a nightmare. (laughs) If you have a suggestion uh, on how to, how I might handle that, I would, I would I would live with that. <laughs> Send it my way. Anyway, uh that's going to be it. We're going to wrap up. Thanks again for taking care of business w- alongside me this episode. Hope you enjoyed the interview with Phil Williams. Uh please do reach out. Um you can uh, of course the final way to support me that I appreciate most is uh buying my books. Um you can start with a freebie right off the bat if you go to if you do this five-star thrillers thing. Uh, that's a great place to start. You can find me. I'm at the very bottom of that list. I need to work on getting reviews. If you've read my books, here's another way you can help me. Review my books. <laughs> I never ask. Um, so I'm terrible. I, I don't follow my own advice. Anyway, take care of yourselves out there. God bless you. Uh, we're going into another weekend, so I hope you have a good and safe one. Uh, stay close to your families. Give them a big kiss and a hug for me. And I will see you next time.
1: Slinger.